Allison Fields, we made you watch Ma- The Master of Disguise, the 2002 film about Dana Carvey's impersonations, a turtle, and large butts. What is your major compliment for that movie? Uh, my major compliment for Masters of Disguise is is when the villain farts after he thinks he's getting away with something. Yeah, anytime he laughs, he eventually farts. He eventually oh. farts in confined spaces. Yeah, it is always in a confined space, and it seems like it's a smelly one because everybody stops. Yeah, I, that's my compliment. I, guys, I realized the new game. I realized the new game. So, Alex, you haven't seen this, right? No, no I have no idea. Okay, guys, we have to lie at least once during uh, this podcast wrestling that has happened in the movie. And Alex, you can see if you can figure out what the lie is. I love it. So don't tell me when you're lying, and I will at the end guess and try to figure out what one of the lies, at least one lie was. I'm going to say, well, no, I could say zero to to two then. Well, because if there's zero lies, then I'm going to be really frustrated. That would be hard for me. I think it'll be more satisfying. For <laughs> it will be the game is afoot. <laughs> okay, all right. all right. But so on the farting thing, it, do they hear it or is it just? Smell? Yeah, it's ha 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 ha. Like, <laughs> and then they also. It's are a like, runner, and it fire. happens like six or seven times. Like they yes. really burn it into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then one time he doesn't fart when he laughs, and he's like pleasantly surprised but then he <laughs> then he farts then, yeah. then his moment of triumph becomes a fart <laughs> wow well now yeah. there was I'm, one part. now i'm sold i wasn't sold before now i'm kind of on board uh ezra what's your major compliment <laughs> um so at one point there's a pretty racist um uh indian person impression um but sure, that was there problematic. Is, yeah. yeah, maybe 2002 was a different time, I guess. Um, Did I see a different but, movie? I thought it was a okay. <laughs> um, but um, but the the cool thing about it was there was a really nice moment with the snake that he charms, and the snake's name is Buttercup, and they really seem to get along. So that's pretty okay. Yeah, Dana Carvey and that clearly a puppet snake. Oh, it was a puppet puppet snake. Yeah. <laughs> Or this is a lie. I don't even know. (laughs) Uh, I like I like puppet snake. That sounds kind of fun. Was it? So it was the it was the the bad the problematic impression that was friends with the the snake. Well, he was an Indian guy, so of course he was a snake charmer. Oh, and so yeah, that's brown face. There was a a cobra, and he was in brown face. Yeah, he's in brown face, and Uh uh, the worst Indian accent ever. I'm going to say 2002 wasn't that different of a time. <laughs> yeah. It feels the question, like guys. a really long time ago when you watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, I think, guys, this is a good question to ask ourselves. Is there any kind of blank face that's acceptable? Uh, Resting bitch face? Bitter beer face? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you perform this in bitter beer face or resting bitch face, you think it'd be okay? Yeah, just just have that that stank face on, you know. Oh, sure, stank face. That's like a fizz face. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, it's your turn. Major compliment for. Oh yeah. Uh, so mine is actually for the first thing that happens in the movie, uh, which is the uh, the credits has a song playing over it, and the the recurring line is, "This is gonna be fun." <laughs> what an optimistic and they're just saying it over. Song. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. Holy and you're just shit. like. All right. Well, you're setting the tone. It's yeah. gonna be fun, uh, and I, I like it when they just announce what it's gonna be. Yeah. Was it fun, Chris? No, no. I, uh, and it was. A, I would argue, actually. Oh. 
Well, well, here's the thing, Chris. The um, I would say the credit sequence was pretty fun on the whole, and that was a good ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. that part was so like far better than anything involving Dana Carvey. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> oh, now I made Ezra sad. No, I I'm trying. I just I like Dana Carvey. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you really want to, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> he makes it hard for you. <laughs> My racist nah. uncle came back. We told you no more Christmases. <laughs> he was good in the 80s. This is going to so be good. hard. This is going to yeah. be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, uh, so for easy month, I'm riding easy, so the final compliment uh, is from the easy person, and the, the compliment is for something that we did besides watching this movie. So my major compliment is that I was at Bumbershoot, the Music and Arts Festival in Seattle, all weekend. And yeah. I had a very good time. And I saw The Weeknd. Uh, Ooh, yeah. And, yep. and it was super terrific. I was like kind of on the fence about him before I saw it. And the show was amazing. And I think everybody who watched it is pregnant now because it was super sexy. Nice. Mm. Where can also, I find I saw- like an abortion concert? <laughs> <laughs> is that like Lana Del Rey? Oh god! <laughs> Body just slithers out of me. <laughs> oh, sick burn a fields. <laughs> I'll be here for like an hour. <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I'm riding easy this week. Joining me, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Become another person. Become another person is what I wish I could do instead of watching this movie. All right. Yeah, become Alex. Man, this is so... Chris, you were right. Riding Easy is way harder than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, no, it was, uh, I had to say yesterday I saw was a photo of you holding a, an adorable Siamese kitten, and oh, I wanted shit. to become you. Oh, and, yeah. And not me while on a plane being miserable watching this movie. I should, I should, I should have mentioned that in addition to The weekend and uh, seeing Atmosphere in his current letting himself go state, I also got to hang out in the backstage pile of kittens and puppies area which apparently is a big thing at music festivals now in the performers wow. lounge they get a bunch of rescue kittens and puppies to hang out with the musicians so that we are calm and so there was just a bunch of kittens and a bunch of puppies it was great oh my god it, yeah take it me to so this autism festival right yeah it was pretty spectacular so that part of easy month is way better but yeah. right now, when you guys are saying quotes, I have no idea how to riff on them. Because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, Alex, have you ever wanted to become another person? And how successful were you at that? Oh, <laughs> man, we got to save that for top five, because that's a good question. But let's introduce okay. the rest of the panel. Uh, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Yeah, am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Turtle. 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 Alex, Alex, real I, or fake? That real is, or fake, Alex? I, I know that's real because that was one of the top five questions referenced that quote. <laughs> so apparently that's a pretty turtle. Also, the the photo that I randomly grabbed from this movie, he looked kind of like a turtle. So 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is by far the most nonsense. No, it's not even the most nonsensical impersonation. It's there up are there. Yeah. So he oh impersonates other people, but then he also impersonates animals? No, he, apparently that was a ploy where he was trying to be some sort of special needs, uh, almost like a furry, but for turtles type so guy. He was so trying to get into the turtle club. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly, yeah. yeah. Here's a Shelly. Wait, yeah. so what's the turtle club? Oh, it's boy. just an exclusive club. That's it. Like the Elks Lodge. Yeah. Oh, but so for it's turtles. not for turtles. But so he tried to dress up as a turtle? As a turtle like He comically person. misunderstood what the point of that club was. Oh, this sounds like a yes. fun movie. <laughs> yeah, it does. That was a good scene. I would like to see yeah. him try to get into the the uh, the noble order of the eagles. Yeah, and, uh, it's, it's not going to go. Like the band? Yeah, like yes. Joe Walsh? I think they're just called think... Eagles, not The Eagles. Oh, okay. Either way, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, a very special guest. She's at Allison Fields on Twitter in Los Angeles, California. It's Allison Fields. I did not want to watch this movie. Oh, wait, Dana Carvey, master of disguise. I have a prosthetic nose on. Yes. <laughs> so I am super curious. All right, I, man, I put aside my curiosity. We're gonna summarize here in a second. But first, I need to tell you guys this is episode number three hundred and seven of the podcast. Wow. We have now done yeah, as many episodes as the number of millions of dollars the Los Angeles Dodgers payroll is going to be next year. The most in Major League yes! history. Wow. <laughs> Do you think they set their budget knowing about our podcast? You mean they were based on the number of episodes we're on? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yep. by the time the next season mm-hmm. starts, they'll have to be at like $340 million or something. Inflation, man. Yeah. Inflation. <laughs> oh, that's true. Al- Allison, are you stoked about the next season? Is that? Are you gonna buy yourselves a championship? So stoked about sports and <laughs> baseball. I, I think this is interesting because the famously rich Yankees payroll this year was only two hundred fifteen million, and that is a huge jump. Also, the Houston Astros payroll is only sixty nine million, which is first of all funny because it's sixty nine, and second of all is crazy because you have you'd have to pay me way more to live in Houston than L A or New York. Yeah. That could buy a lot of toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, I think I could live for the rest of my life on one millions of dollars. So I don't... So this much money, it's just a lot of... It's a silly amount of money. It sounds like a challenge. Oh, I'd waste it all. (laughs) Well, I could also waste a million of dollars, but I I could also not if I didn't want to. (laughs) Like the interest alone, like that, you'd be making a hundred grand a year doing nothing. What? Oh, you're getting a 10% return? Yeah, the, that's the tax. It's the historic annual return of the stock market. Not this year, am I right? No. Uh-huh. Topical. Good point. <laughs> Speaking of things that are hard for me to fathom, this week we're talking about the Master of Disguise, the 2002 film written and di- written by and starring Dana Carvey. We so we did as we put it up for a meet buddy vote. We asked the question: mm-hmm. What would be the craziest thing for one person to not have seen? So we're doing two, um, but just banana. We're doing this, and then we're doing a book next week that's going to be bananas. Uh, Carissa suggested this and said, whoever gets to not watch this one is a real winner. The worst movie I've actually sat all the way through, mostly in a you-can't-look-away kind of fascinated horror. Yeah. Does this have car wreck quality to you guys? Yes. Kind of like a really slow car wreck, like a car wreck with two, like, Barbie Jeeps. (laughs) (laughs) So into that... 
Yeah, Power Wheels wreck. <laughs> yes. Or, or yeah. you know, like, you know, uh, Grandpa is slowly backing into the closed garage door. On oh, so yeah. slow. <laughs> All right, see, I'm into this. And the yep. garage door hasn't opened in 50 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> right, and coming up uh, at the end of easy month we're going to be taking more topics for sponsorship so get those ready readership.com sign up on our mailing list chris now it is the time summarize for us in yep. the style of a guy in disguise i haven't seen the movie so i have to be kind of oh, okay. yeah that's fine um, um how about uh, chris starting with an italian uh, accent and then other accents on top of it Okay, uh, my Italian accent, I can guarantee, will be just as good or as bad as Dana Carvey's. Could it be... Take it away, pistachio. I just assume when you're going to do an Italian accent, it's going to be Mario. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Uh, sort of a pigeon English Mario. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to win. Wait, wait. There was Master a Mario in this movie. Wait, you're yeah. part Italian, part pigeon? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the He's noble order of the pigeons? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Chris. Summarize this movie because I'm really curious. <laughs> <laughs> so, Master of Disguise. Here we go. Uh, Fabrizio Disguise comes from a family of Disguise who are masters of Disguise. Hold and on for second. hundreds Hold of on years... Second. His name is yep. Disguise. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. You don't miss much, do you? Fuck? You can't stop him every time he gives a terrible <laughs> detail because it's going to be true. <laughs> we'll never get through it. Well, You'll I, never. Just wait till his lie. first name. And also, <laughs> his name is just Disguisey? You need to learn his first name. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> so this is Fabrizio. And Fabrizio is James Brolin in the 70s. Uh, and he, he masters the art of disguise and he fights evil. But he does not want his family to be in danger. So he, he leaves the life of disguises and intrigue and danger behind and opens up a family Italian restaurant in America. His son, Pistachio Disguise, <laughs> is Dana Carvey. <laughs> Wait, wait a second. Chris, why does Pistachio still have an accent? He was born and raised in America. This is not explained in the movie. <laughs> but he has an, uh, you know, he is not a master of disguise. His dad is out of the game. Papa no longer puts on the women's clothes. So he has an urge just uh, based on his genetics and his family, uh, you know, instincts. Has an urge to mimic everyone around him. And he loves to dress up and put the underwear on top of his head. As but, we've discussed before, if his name is Disguisey, he's statistically more likely to live a life of disguises. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And be a pistachio. <laughs> right, he's way more likely to be a pistachio than the average person, yeah. which is not that much. <laughs> but then... 0.1%. There's a bad guy uh, played by Brent Spiner, Data from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. No? Oh, okay. Yeah! Oh, that's who it was. <laughs> pistachio... Uh, his parents, they get kidnapped by the bad man. And his dad is blackmailed into helping Brent Spiner steal the priceless cultural artifacts for selling on the market that is black. And so he does this mostly by dressing up like celebrities, like Michael Johnson, track star, or Jessica oh Simpson, God. pop star, and asking guards to just to borrow stuff. And, <laughs> or Jesse Ventura. Or Jesse, Jesse Ventura. the body Ventura. <laughs> oh, I'm into that. With the Governor uncracked Ventura. Liberty Bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, uh, you know, Pistachio, he's very sad. His parents are gone. But his grandpapa comes and tells Pistachio 
that he is part of the Disguisey family who are masters of disguise. And he teaches him how to harness his gift and be a true master of disguise. And also okay, so to it's, slap it's, fight it's really well. It's a magical ability? It is a magical ability. It's, They're it's, a magical family. Uh, it's mag- yeah. It's supernatural. Uh, they do quick costume changes through the power of the, the mystery and magic it's of disguise. It's so magical. Uh, ener- I believe it was called... Um, Energico. Energico? That's yeah. right. And they repeat the mantra, become another person. Become another person. They do that a few times, and then they're just another person. Bo Derek. Yeah, Bo Derek, for example. Uh, or... Alex, you get true knowledge. or false? <laughs> yeah, true or false. I'm going to say true, because I think, as you're the only one who's going to lie to me today, I trust Allison and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably That's true. right, you should. Uh, so, anyway... He uh, gets an assistant, um, and then the lady assistant and him go to rescue his dad through the power of disguise, and they do. Like a, like uh, a scheduling assistant, or like a disguise-related assistant? No, it's sort of like a personal assistant, like sort of a, huh. you know, like keeps things and organized. Uh, romantic. Consulary. Yeah, it becomes romantic at the end. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But she's, like, sensible, because pistachio... He he has the gift of disguise, but he does not have the gift of uh, street smarts or any, any smarts whatsoever and knowing how the world works. <laughs> he's street, and he's so he does have the gift of bangs, though, am I right? Yeah, he has, he has uh, <laughs> weird bangs and glasses, <laughs> and he uh, is just real dumb. So, so, he's, got and so the assistant, he's got street dumbs. He's got street he does dumbs. Have some street he's not dumbs. just book dumbing. He's got street, street dumbs as well. Yeah, all the plans they have are so crazy it just might work and involve <laughs> tons of overcomplicated slapstick and costume work. Okay. Uh, and but they eventually including, succeed. Including wait, Spiner. Chris, including actually slapping yeah. a stick. What? Which? Wait, oh yeah, the slapping of stick. They do <laughs> they do some some slap fights and stuff. But I just want to give you um, because this movie isn't really about the plot. The plot is he learns the thing, then he goes and rescues his dad, and it all works out. Um, but he impersonates. Al Pacino and Scarface, an Indian snake charmer that we've already talked about. Uh, mm. Some blades of grass and a cow pie. <laughs> yeah. Some cherry pie filling that becomes very aggressive. I, a, the cherry pie thing grossed me out so bad. Yeah. Uh, a German if you've ever ambassador. seen like a rat torn open, that's what the insides <laughs> <Yeah>. look like. <laughs> it was real bad. Uh, a German ambassador, a British official, the bizarre turtle guy we talked about. Uh, Gammy Num Nums, an art dealer. <laughs> Uh, that was her name? Yes. This is some of oh, the okay. laziest character naming, and I, <laughs> yeah. my <laughs> names on the ad today are Officer 1 and Officer 2, so yeah. I know. Well, I like Gammy Num Num. Yeah, I think the yeah, Indian guy was Prince Ricky Tiki from Bombay, New Delhi, Calcutta, India, India, India. Uh, it was uh, real bad. Yeah. And finally, George W. Bush. Happy classic. Bush. Who gets the Constitution back poolside? Oh, he yeah. has to defend the Constitution. Dressed yeah, up because as the president. yeah. Uh, what's the what's the the runner? He stole it. Oh yeah, Michael Johnson. Michael yeah. Johnson, the world's fastest runner. <laughs> At the time. Wait. At the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait. So so Johnson stole the Constitution and then disguised he got it back. Well, it was no. dis- it was Pistachio's dad, Fabrizio, who was being blackmailed by the bad guy to use the party his- bad guy. Yeah, 
the farting bad guy because farting bad guy had um, Fabrizio's wife, Pistachio's mom, hostage and in danger. And, and so, she has a really for, big butt. Yeah, she does. It's uh, the secretary from Ferris Bueller. Oh, but, oh. yeah. So, and so, dare I ask? His dad was being made to impersonate celebrities to do the bad guy's dirty work for him against his will. Dare I ask, uh, when his dad was disguised as Michael Johnson, was that in blackface? Uh, they just had Michael Johnson on. I mean, it was, it was a latex oh, mask. Oh, so when, he, so when yeah. he disguised himself as somebody... Oh, crucial difference. When Fabrizio or Grandpa impersonates somebody, they look... They, they basically just use another actor. It's, you know, it is Bo Derek, for example. Oh, nice. When, right, Dana like Carvey, when Dana Carvey does an impersonation, it's Dana Carvey in some pretty broad... Uh, you know, makeup and, and clothing choices. I thought Dana Carvey was Pistachio. He is. Yeah, that's right. So when Pistachio is doing any of the impersonations, such as Turtle Guy or George when W. Dad Bush does it, it's the or real people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All that's right. right. So so we get to see Dana Carvey in like, you know, blue haired old lady drag uh, as Gammy Num Nums, which is just all right, I'm into Gammy Num Nums again. I think Allison's love of it has made me like that name. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's real broad and real dumb, and that's the book. Awesome. That's, that's it. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to know when I... Oh, man. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so here's what i got to ask now. Is this clearly a hate game game sort of movie, or oh, is this yeah. a yeah, but movie? Did anyone have a, like this movie, but at all? I it's mean, a, it's a yes. So when uh, he gets maybe, maybe. <laughs> That's right. yeah. really both yeah, of you. Allison. <laughs> okay, when he when he opens the pop up book and goes, "Ooh, a pop up! It's so cute." I think we're playing Yeah, but let's do it. All right, so oh. so we're gonna play the game of Yeah, but. So the way this works is uh, you can either say a hate or something, or you can refute a hate with something that is kind of fun in the movie. So, uh, and you can say, by saying, yeah, but. Does that make sense? So someone says a hate, yeah. and then you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, here's something good. And then, yeah, but, something bad. And I will okay. do my best to participate. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the pop-up book to start. Allison, what's, what's this pop-up book? What's the deal? Uh, so the grandfather gives him a pop-up book, which basically tells him... <laughs> How to get, find his parents after they've been kidnapped. Right. And, and the instructions are obviously. He doesn't even bother to read the whole thing. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he doesn't read the entire pop up book. It's just too many pops. No, there's like a sentence per page, and he reads one of them. And then later he's like, oh, it still is a pop up book. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't stopped being a pop up book since I read it last. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is why yeah, he's but... not street smart or book smart. He can't even read a whole pop up book. No, he's not good at anything. Um, yeah, but with regards to the pop up book, the pop up book is introduced, and the bit is that, you know, the instructions are too specific. It's like when your assistant doesn't think you can do this, do it anyway. Sort of instructions. Sure. Um, but there's also this thing: the the briefcase. They call it the nest in the box, which is all the kit that a master of disguise would ever need to do their stuff. Oh, sure. It's of introduced. I want to know what's in this box? Yeah, it's introduced and oh, never freaking used. No. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but Chris, it was 12th century Tuscan, as we all agreed uh, yeah. from the antique roadshow segment. I guess that's true. It was used as an antique in order to break into an antiques fair. 
you do you have to break into antiques fair or can't you just go? No, you just have to come oh, yeah. with an security antique. man is intense <laughs> those antique fairs man they're really cracking down yeah gammy num nums has a tough time getting in even <laughs> yeah but okay so pistachio is incredibly incompetent he's inept right? <laughs> right he he has no idea how the world works or he's just like it's supposed to be adorably naive but on a 48 year old man which was his actual age when this movie came out <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be like 21 uh yeah. it's yeah it's it's not adorable um, so, so can I ask a clarifying question? I think I don't. I don't think I get to say yeah, but because I've got nothing. But I can ask questions. Yeah, um, sure. You can say yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which is my way of ringing <laughs> in to ask a question. <laughs> yep. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? So, so of these characters that he goes as, um, how much time is racist and how much time is not? Like overall. What percentage is, like, uncomfortable making and what percentage is, like, that's funny, he's pretending to be a turtle? Uh, okay. So, there's the British official that's a bad British accent. Okay. The German one, which, which I'm is into. a terrible I think, I think we should always do bad Bavarian accent. Accents. Yeah, and a terrible Bavarian accent. And, I mean, it's sure. basically where it's the game of... It, it's sort of, like, SNL-ish, where you find one joke and you just hit it over and over again. Mm. So, like, as the German ambassador, he's like, oh, yeah, I just want to talk to her. I won't buy it. <laughs> I won't buy it. <laughs> I won't buy it. <laughs> and it, it doesn't get better. Nothing gets better with time in this movie. The best impersonations are the ones that are either unexplained or are very brief, like the cherry pie filling. <laughs> yeah, but... He, I would like to credit him for the inspiration behind the Love Guru, the movie. <laughs> All right. Did you? Which did I saw in theaters opening night. Did you, you did. Mariska <laughs> Hargitay. Oh man. Okay, I quoted it. Uh, wow. So, so you're a you're a Love Guru <laughs> fan. Oh, huge. <laughs> huge. <You're the> one. <laughs> Uh, man, I don't even know how to deal with that. So, <laughs> you can't yeah. even yeah about it. <laughs> so how did wait? So isn't the, wasn't the love guru Mike Myers? Yeah, that was Mike Myers. Yeah, but they're buddies. and he does a Shrek impression in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, and the weird thing is, this movie came out, and it was its opening weekend was the second weekend of Austin Powers and Goldmember. <gasps> so they were competing movies, and this one, this movie, totally made money. Well, of course. Because there's not, no justice in the world. Yeah. Not a lot, though, right? Like, No, like, it, it grossed like 40 mil total. Yeah. Um, um, it's like not even the yeah. Houston Astros budget. <laughs> yeah, think, think about like three quarters of Astro. That's a good point, Chris. Yeah. I wonder what the Houston uh, Astros make domestic box. Now, Allison, <laughs> uh, you've yes. had a... You've had a dog come into frame a few times, and yes. there is a dog in this movie too called the cuteness. The who cuteness. is pretty cute, but pretty cute. Why is the fact that his name is the cuteness always played for laughs, or is otherwise supposed to read as a bit? If so, I, maybe I didn't understand it. Yeah, that's a good question because he was like hardly utilized in the movie at all. 
Yeah. Like yeah. he was like an accomplice in the cherry pie prank, but then like played dead and then he told him to leave. <laughs> this, it's like the opposite of Chekhov's gun, right? It's like, yeah, Master of Disguises dog. It, just, it does not, nothing happens. It enters early nothing on, happens. it comes back, and then nothing. It's a oh. better like skateboarder than a little boy. That's about it. That's true. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think the opposite of Chekhov's gun is. Uh, I mean that like that's a good. There should be a name for that thing that you're talking about too. <laughs> Whoa, puppy! A MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah. In my face, sorry. But no, it's sort of it's sort of it's like, like a Deus Ex Machina, mic. where it's like uh, you've never seen a gun. A gun goes off. That seems like the opposite, <laughs> of that. right? So you see the gun, the gun doesn't go off. Yeah, yeah. What? So that's. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be another name. And it's for that. something. But well, if you didn't think that there was a man-sized cherry pie in this movie, there's yeah, so, definitely okay, is. Okay, so I want to say... Someone had to make that costume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but cherry pie costume, I'm into that. Yeah, there were there were some decently talented costumers and makeup people on set. I mean, they, they did a pretty good job with that. And, and actually, that's the incredible thing about the movie is that, like... If you look at the the ending credits, showed like five other pretty in depth scenes, like just snippets of it that we didn't actually get to ever see in the real movie. Yeah, so it was it was cut down to a a, a slim eighty minutes um, with ten minutes of credits. Yeah, so uh, I, it's am, a I real just went ahead movie. did a I, I just bingled I did a Bing image search for Master of Disguise Cherry Pie, and it looks like a guy covered in cherries climbing out of a giant pie. Is that what happened? Yep, you got it. Yes. And he has, by Absolutely. becoming another person, he has the abilities of that person. <laughs> and so in this case, he had the ability to shoot cherries through his mouth at people really hard. Is that a person? And so he became a cherry. No, well, he became a cherry pie machine gun, though. Okay, so you guys are going to have to do a better job of painting this picture for me. Why is he a pie? What oh, it's that? our fault? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a pie because he has to sneak into the bad guy compound, and he does so by way of the catering entrance. Oh. But instead of posing as a caterer, because that would be far too intelligent and easy, sure. he poses as the food. I, I recommend you guys bingle <laughs> this right away, because that is a great photo of him as a cherry pie filling. <laughs> Um, according to, to Bing, also, the uh, opposite of Chekhov's gun might be a red herring. Oh. So, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe. Yeah, that could just, I can see that. I I think opposites in general are really interesting for stuff like that. Like, it's... Well, no, I don't have a good bit about this. But I do think it's interesting. <laughs> I do think it's work like, it out. We're here to work things out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started to, and then I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot of work, and it's not going to get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play, and I don't know what we're talking about. You just Aww. can't do comedy oh. without kittens and puppies around anymore. <laughs> Wait, did he disguise Stop. himself as a as a horse trailer? No. no. Yes. No. Okay. So, I, yeah, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I just want to nice. save this it. out there. If you bingle master of disguise costumes. There is a picture of a horse John Deere trailer costume where you put a costume on the horse to make him look like a John Deere tractor. And that... Oh, wow. I, I recommend that because I don't, I don't know, know why you're trick-or-treating with a horse and you need him to have a costume. But I'm into it. Oh, yeah. double candy. See, now we don't have answers for you. Yeah, take that. You're not looking at what I'm looking at. Now it's how does it feel? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm looking at that, and that's a pretty good Halloween good. costume. There's also the one where the horse is an elephant. 
and that's pretty good. What? Too. Horse costume. Ele- okay, you guys, you have a lot of bingling to do. So pause the podcast. Go to your computer. <laughs> horse yeah. costume elephant. Whoa! Yeah. I guess this if you're a horse person thing. and it's Halloween, you got to do something with your horse. And your horse dressed up oh, yeah, as yeah. an elephant is the best thing. <laughs> I mean, the horse looks forward to it all year, so. Yeah, that's true. Got to get those, right. those sugar lumps, right? Actually, I think we may have just... <laughs> Lovely so, sugar lumps. Halloween costumes for horses, there are a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so but these like horses a... probably are all in better character for their given costumes than Dana Carvey was in this movie. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone Alex. made it past like to the end of the credits when a nope. little person came out of the robot dressed as Mario. Oh no, <laughs> that's awful. Did, am I the only one that saw that? I did not stay through the end of the credits. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I was so happy when this movie was over. <laughs> We're going to have fun. I don't know how that song went. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were two like other, two or three other songs in the soundtrack that were written just for the movie. Yeah. And there they was, like spelled out masters. You it finished was having fun. So good. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was trying to be the MIB of Masters Disguise, I think. And it worked. But, like, do you guys? Mm-hmm. Think, I don't know. They had so much confidence. Like, I mean, they wrote songs for this movie. Like, this is this whole movie <laughs> is based on, you know, studio executives and Dana Carvey thinking that we are really gonna enjoy his characters, right? I mean, there's there's so little else to this movie, and nobody goes thinking they're gonna make a bad movie, but. Did they really think we'd like this? Okay, yeah, but, Chris, two things. First of all, I like misplaced confidence. And secondly, (laughs) this is a picture of a horse dressed like Harry Potter. And I... (laughs) You're right. I can't argue with that. You can't argue. (laughs) Snakes, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Hey, Sesame Carl. I'm back from my reconnaissance mission. Sesame Carl? (coughs) In here, Sesame Pete. Sesame Carl, what happened? Sesame Pete, uh, they got me. They got me, Sesame. Oh, you're hurt. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. You've been stabbed with... This looks like a letter opener. Was it? Yes. The United States Postal Service murdered me. No! Scoot away! Scoot away, sadly. Today's episode of Sesame Pete on the Run was brought to you by MailChimp, the best way to build an email list of people who want to delete your email without ever opening it. Excuse me, officers. Excuse me. Uh, I'm one. Hey, you seem a bit old to be on a Razor scooter. Yeah. Well, I am a little bit old, but it was only $29.99 on readdeathweep.com slash Amazon. Spit take. That's a ridiculous price. I don't even want one, but I can't afford not to. Read-reap.com slash Amazon, you say? Yes, but, but that's not what I'm here about. My brother was murdered. Murdered, you say? Terrible thing, murder. We'll be back with more Sesame Pete on the run. But first, make sure you check out another of the shows on the Sesame Network.
Hey, do you love Sesame Pete on the run? Then you're going to love my show. My show, my show. It's the Rex Files. I'm comedian Rexy Rex, and on my podcast, I have over my B-level celebrity friends, and we get a little high, and we talk about whatever's on our mind. It's really silly, guys. And we don't take the time to edit because we're busy, and we claim it's an artistic choice. That's the Rex Files from Rexy Rex here on the Sesame Network. Anyway, as you were saying, your brother was... Murder. That's right. He was stabbed with a letter opener. What's his name? Sesame Carl. And yours? I'm Sesame Pete. Your brother's? Yes, but we have the same first name. It's kind of weird. We'll be back after a message from the Sesame Network. Hey guys, this is Randy from the podcast Holy Fuck That's Science and or History and or Just the Thing I Heard. You know how everyday stuff that you never thought about is incredibly fascinating? Like cotton. Holy fuck, cotton, guys. Do you know human DNA has more in common with cotton than it does with horses, probably? And you do now. And did you know the person who invented cotton was named Randolph? Holy fuck, guys. That's science and or history and or just the thing I heard. Listen now on the Sesame Network. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm back. So your brother has the same name as you and was murdered? The same first name. But different last names? That sounds like first names. Okay, yeah, that's all correct. So can you help me? Wait, wait, wait. Here's a recommendation for another great podcast from the Sesame Network. When was the last time you thought about genocide? Did you know that Exxon is drilling for oil in baby penguins' heads? Have you ever heard a serial killer interviewed about online bullying? I'm Nancy Kudrow, and I'm the host of the Heavy Shit Podcast. Each week I do my best to make you cry on a public bus because I can. Well, Sesame Pete, we'd like to help you, but I'm still caught up on your name, aren't you, Officer Number Two? Definitely, officer number one, but I'm not really listening because I'm too busy ordering a Razor scooter from read-weep.com slash Amazon for only twenty nine ninety nine. It's such a reasonable price. Uh, you guys aren't even helping me at all. Scoot away. Scoot away in frustration. Do you like Sesame Pete on the Run? Then you're going to love these other shows that aren't similar in any way. Listen to the Heavy Shit Podcast, The Rex Files, and Holy Fuck, That's Science, and or History, and or Just a Thing I Heard, on iTunes, or any one of the million other services that nobody is using. Is Stitcher even a real thing? I've never bothered to check. All right, you guys. Uh, so now we're going to play a new game called Cutting Room Floor. So Ezra pointed this out by email before that apparently, and if there, this is only seventy minutes, you said the whole movie. Yeah, if you take out the credits, yeah, it's seventy minutes plus credits. But Very- why would you? <laughs> Good point. But uh, so that suggests they must have filmed a ton more. And that there might actually be a good movie in there somewhere on the cutting room floor. So I want I want you guys to tell me scenes that you would add into this movie that you think would try to would make it much better. I, I mean, I'm going to start out because I just from what you guys have said so far, I would like him to be more inanimate objects. I think that's really where the winners are in this movie. He's where the master he's, of he's grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want him yeah. to be more things that are not people. Become another item. Become another item. Yeah, right? is, that, is that what he sounds like? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's not bad. I'm riffing like uh, I know. I like that. Yeah, you are. 
Uh, here's one. I, I'd, I'd love to see it uh, explained that Pistachio was dropped on his head as a baby a lot, <laughs> and that the whole town knows, including the bad guy, and they're all just kind of Truman showing him and putting on this oh. like play so that he's he thinks he's being this great master of disguise, but really nothing of consequence is happening. Oh, actually, Chris, this is sorry. That, that's no. Oh, Go ahead, Ness. Well. Thank you. It's just I realized that like probably the way they could have shown that is if like the the entire like first act was just like a um I don't know I guess like a, a hoop dream style thing uh, with pistachio as the basketball and that's why <laughs> he suffered all the head damage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. To I, piggyback I mean, on head damage, I'll oh, go ahead. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All I was going to say was that you can tell that, you know, this this seems like just a hellish set to have been on. When, when Danny Carvey <laughs> is being kooky and he's doing his bits or whatever, everyone else who's on camera is just idly sitting, like, standing there and not reacting at all. Because it's probably take 20 of whatever's <laughs> happening. And I'd love for this to be explained by the fact that they're barely putting up with him, but it, they're doing, like, you know charity work for this foundation that's really just helping him have a inner life <laughs> i love truman showing i mean i i would add that to any movie and i would be fine with it i there's no movie where i would be upset if you were like and actually the whole thing is an elaborate ruse on these people i like yeah. that so josh brolin was getting his dick blown the whole time <laughs> james brolin shit which one is james brolin james brolin is the dad shit um, yeah, Josh Rowland <laughs> is his, James Rowland's real-life son, who's also a dick. Yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to see him uh, impersonate Mike Tyson and then just knock himself out. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, is there anybody else you guys would want to see him impersonate besides, obviously, more items? Dame Judy Dench. Sure. Yeah, I thought the Queen was going to come, but instead we just got Grammy Nam Nams. <laughs> Nam <Yeah>. Nams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gammy nam nam gam shit <laughs> yeah but we didn't have queen victoria we didn't have anybody resembling the church lady um we yeah. well she was close um yeah. i actually i would say we should spin off from gammy num nums and um oh, num and have her be right. like a um an eddie murphy style like uh night professor full family of just her uh, <laughs> i wait yeah. so wait wait, wait so Gammy Nam Nams is playing the clumps. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's Gammy Num Nums. Sorry, and, and she is in, she's in clump face. She is very confident about her sexuality. Oh. Um, Gammy is, and and I think that her family dinner <laughs> yes. table would be something that Dana Carvey would love to impersonate for us. I, I think the marketing sure. almost writes itself. Just and you know, I think Num Nums. I think 13 years has been long enough. It's, it's going to happen soon. It's time. America Let's is clamoring for a We're master ready. of disguise spinoff. I'm expecting, <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm expecting Disney to just buy this whole franchise and add three movies on either yeah. side and a bunch of toys. Yeah. I think it's time. Just like on Dana Carvey's deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, if you're going to do a crossover then with other characters from the from the disney star wars marvel universe oh shit. who would you insert well i do like the idea that pie filling guy is one of the avengers because <laughs> that's, that's what it, when you just watch like, the avengers you're sort of like man they just let anybody in so i think pie filling guy would fit in pretty well there no no no. they let awesome people in and also hawkeye <laughs> and there's like 45 people it's just there's a lot of avengers hmm, there think, are too many there are too many avengers we can agree on that 
There are too many dicks on Actually, no one will cross them. <laughs> I would like him to be a bunch of Ewoks. Oh, <laughs> just a collection of Ewoks. Little Ewok. scared baby ones. Oh, oh yeah, that high. I love good. the idea that one of his disguises is multiple animals. I, like, because <laughs> you said he was like grass and like he was part like multiple things. This is a cow yeah. pie and a cow yeah. pie. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if he was like he he was like a dog and a cat and a rat and they were all chasing each other, but they were all him somehow. Yeah, that seems and he fun. all did three different voices. Yeah. Totally. Well, guys, I just realized you can't prove to me that uh, Pistachio doesn't become Jar Jar. I can't prove that. Yeah, they right? could both There's have no, some of the same. You idiot. can't prove that. Yeah. <laughs> isn't Jar Jar before? He could this? be, for all we know. Oh, or we can't prove that Jar Jar Binks isn't Pistachio in this movie. Oh my God, we can't prove that either. Yeah. Well, that's because he's such a good. He's faction. Guys, you can't prove that he's not anybody. It's true. He could we be don't. anything. Um, I actually had this thought, too, that, like, what if uh, a lot of the other characters were a, a, a rival master of disguise who's secretly playing all the Whoa. other characters in this oh, film? Oh, I like it. Oh, I like that so much. All right, Which so might I'm gonna, finally give the bad guy any motivation. It feels you know? like so. we've mm. answered a few questions already, so I'm going to count all of that as number one for the game of top five. And okay. we're going to do a couple more quick top questions five. from the top audience. Uh, next up from Jazz... On a scale of Twilight to Wild Animus, how do you rate your pain? Rate the pain, guys. How bad was this to watch? Ooh. How painful was it for you, Allison? Probably like pulling my pants down and sitting on an ant hill. Oh, and- wow. Wait, wait, What kind of ants? <laughs> Red ones. What kind of <laughs> ants? Okay. <laughs> What kind of pants? Oh, whatever matches with my dashiki. <laughs> so no pants. Until I was never you said pulling, pants. like until you said the ant part, I thought you were like it's as painful as pulling my pants down, and I thought you were done because you took just a second before you said the next stage. Also, I we should say myself. we should say it's not racist. Allison is literally wearing a dashiki right now. Yeah, that may have sounded weird, but she's actually in a dashiki. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I'm Dana Carvey. <laughs> oh, what a good reveal. Dana, she was Dana Carvey the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, how would you rate this pain? I think this is below Twilight. This is it was oh, yeah. seventy minutes plus okay credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and at one point it was a pie like, filling. It's, it's and, not. It's not in the same. Yeah, there's no I'd way this is more than pound. Twilight. Oh, pound for pound, I enjoyed Twilight much more than I enjoyed this. Though. <gasps> wow. Pound for pound, like minute pound for minute. Pound. How are you yeah, breaking? Yeah, I'll take pound five. for pound. No. How are you breaking up the pounds oh. of Twilight? Okay, minute by minute. I would take per five capita. minutes of Twilight over five minutes of Master of Disguise any day. Any day. Really? This was so hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that in general, comedy not working is much more painful than drama not working. Because drama yeah, that's not working when... becomes, pain, becomes funny, but it's never like, man, this movie is so badly not funny that it's a really important drama. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept trying to picture like what was going through Dana Carvey's head, believing that this was a good idea. Yeah. Well, his friend Mike Myers well, was getting Adam Sandler thought famous. so. Yeah. Yeah. It should have worked. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's right. He had all the power of Happy Madison Production Group behind him. What could does have possibly every, gone wrong? Does every Adam Sandler movie have like a, a like a chemistry class scene where something blows up? <laughs> <laughs> it is inherently funny to have chemistry class, Allison. I think you're forgetting. <laughs> where, uh, yeah, that's where Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm so <first>. old now. <laughs> Adam Sandler was actually a good kid, and then he failed chemistry, and then the whole rest of his career is punishing book smart people. Uh, <laughs> Uh, number two, uh, Charo Sheila, that's my best guess, uh, asks... Sure. Wait, is that number three now? 
Yeah, number three. Uh, asks, who is superior? Right. Who is a superior protector of national documents, Dana Carvey or Nicolas Cage? Oh, oh man. wow, that's I a think, good question. I think you know I gotta what? Go, Nick Cage. I I think you could you could empty out the word protector of documents and just whatever you fill in there. I'm going to say Nick Cage. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Although, isn't the yeah. secret answer uh, Tom Hanks is Robert Langdon? Uh, he's pretty solid. Mm, I think that is absolutely the secret answer. <laughs> the secret answer is that Dana Carvey is Tom Hanks as Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit. Uh, it could I be anybody. Sure, Sheila said, uh, I haven't seen this movie, so hopefully I'm understanding the plot from Wikipedia correctly. And that is more research than I did on this. So that, good work. <laughs> that you is- get a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> next week just give it away the Sesame <laughs> network you'll love it um also our next question number four Cade maybe uh says i, I know we, what it's would it be katie it's c-a-d usually yeah yeah that's uh that's how katie in mean girls spells it really all right awesome uh katie says is he more of a master of disguise than ghost uh, he is more of a master of disguise because Ghost never tried to disguise himself as anybody. Well, Ghost just snuck around he could and killed people in any like civilization. He like would put on jeans. Yeah, he was like ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, mm. but here's a weird semantic difference because di- infiltrating and disguise are different things. True, you could be in disguise and not infiltrate anything, or you could infiltrate something not disguised as anybody else. So they're they're kind of different. Um, I yeah, I mean, and Ghost never tried to be a woman. That's true. Ghost could not pull off Gammy Num Nums. Gammy Num Nums. He could not. Yeah. He, it would be. I mean, I think he would cease to exist. Right? It's not possible to hate yourself that much. Like if he yeah. right. Like if he dressed like a, if he became a woman, then he would have to treat himself so badly. It would just stop. Yeah. It, it wouldn't make any sense. Oh yeah. my god! We should cast him in Tootsie. Ghost should be in a remake of Tootsie. That'd be he'd learn so much. It would be very helpful for about him. life and stuff. Actually, I think that if you took yeah. if you made that the story of Ghost about Dana Carvey as racist disguise, it would definitely be a better book. Like the master of disguise in all those situations, much much lighter tone to that book. I like yeah, it. Yeah, much more whimsical. Yeah. There'd be a turtle. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and speaking turtle. of which, last question number five. Tom says, "What animal would your disguise be, and what what sound does it make?" Well, yours is obviously a horse dressed as something else. You're disguised as a horse in a disguise. I am a horse painted with stripes to look like a zebra. Or, yeah, that'll do. What sound would you make? I would, I would be like, uh, I would be like a horse trying to sound like a zebra. So I'd be like, zebra, zebra. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's how Perfect. they talk. Uh, yeah. What would you guys want to do? What would you? What what club would you try to infiltrate by being the animal? Oh, uh, I would try to infiltrate a sandals uh, all inclusive resort dressed as a dolphin uh, oh. because oh. no one would ever be upset, and you'd swim up, and then people would really want to hang out with you. It's weird how and, you missed the more oh. obvious dressed as a sandal. <laughs> well, the question was about animals. I know so, it yeah. was, but when you said infiltrating the sandals club, you'd have to be a sandal. <laughs> yeah, I would just I could be a flip flop. Um a sand dab. I like I like the idea of you dressed as a dolphin, I think. Yeah, in like a real sw- swimming costume. Yeah. You know, with like a snorkel at the blowhole. 
Yeah, you can do that. I'm going to go with I'm, it's gotta I'm, have a bingling dolphin costume. Allison, what, what animal would you be? Hmm, this isn't clever. But well, you already answered mine pretty I well. I would... <laughs> uh, thinking in terms of Dana Harvey, clever. I would be a pig. <laughs> I would okay. be a pig, and I'd go up to Hearst Castle, and I'd swim in the pools. But the sound I would make would just be like a <laughs> like a pop '90s pop s- singer. <laughs> I, Jessica Simpson, if you will. Yes, I am gonna one, add one more recommendation, you guys. Bingle dolphin costume. Watch. Oh boy, not here the, we go. Not the sexy dolphin costumes; those are gross. But the kids dressed as dolphins, super cute. We now return to read it, and Alex discovers the internet. <laughs> I didn't know about this many <laughs> Halloween costumes. All right. There uh, are children here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game of top five, you guys. If you want to play along next week, go to readandreadweep.com uh, or facebook.com slash readweep or at read underscore weep on Twitter. Or you can join the mailing list and uh, ask your question about next week's topic, which is Ring World. Ooh, Alex. We'll talk about in a second. What is? Alex, can I break into the, sh- uh, the Masons? As a brick? Yes. Yeah. Or a mace. <laughs> Great. <laughs> or a mace. Or the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you're like, your dad was a mace. Or 90s yeah. rapper mace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you could come in as the half of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> Just a line that ends in a bit? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you, you have a lot of options. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's top five. Now it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order. So I am going to be up first. The other thing that I want to compliment, a uh, thing that I was doing this week, is uh, from from my birthday, I received a pair of the Chuck Taylor 2s, and they yeah. are amazing. Tight. Do you recommend? They are highly recommend. It's like, it looks like a Chuck Taylor, feels like a shoe. It's really amazing. <laughs> it's got like arch it's like support. It's got arch support. They put the Nike Lunar on soles in it. It feels like an actual shoe. It's so excellent. You can wear That's it around tight. all day and be like, I still looked good, but my feet aren't killing me right now. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> also, I really like the colorways because they didn't go with different color stitching. It's just blue on blue on blue on blee- blue on mine. And I'm a big fan. Uh, so that's what I did. Mm. Uh, keep it going backwards. Chris... Minor compliment yep. and the last nice thing you'll ever say about The Master of Disguise. Uh, so this movie is delightfully optimistic about what an Italian restaurant looks like. Uh, Fabrizio's uh, <laughs> Italian restaurant is basically a mansion. With Ooh. They live in the upstairs. It's sort of like Bob's Burgers, but if Bob's Burgers were a mansion. Because it's, it's like Town Hall in Back to the Future. It is so huge. Huh. And I can't believe that they pack it every night, but every time you see it, it's completely packed. <laughs> And I love that this movie is such a fan of the restaurant industry and the breadsticks are on point, Chris. Absolutely, yeah, that's right. People are always in for that. Um, did yeah. they have like that classic white with red checks uh, tablecloths? You know it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying Second. to remember what the tablecloths were because there was a part where Dana Carvey was crouched on one of the tables, wiping spaghetti sauce off of somebody somebody's glasses, and because it's comedy, we also saw the camera's point of view from within the glasses, oh, God. where he was wiping away. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love that commitment because he didn't do a great job of wiping either. No, like, and then he, he realized was kind of failure, which everything. is funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, he realized comedy, that he guys. couldn't, yeah. with a tiny napkin, wipe up five plates worth of spaghetti. So then he turned into the skid, and he decided, "I'm just going to sprinkle cheese on all these people because 
surely they'll be delighted all right, to be the entrees. All right. I'm leaning towards watching it now. That's pretty funny. <laughs> the cheese. I'm going back and forth. Ezra, what's your minor compliment? So does this have to be a lie? Because I feel like I didn't do that yet. Or did you? Is this a trick? Or did, or did you? I? But I didn't. Did I? I didn't. But I might have. But I didn't. Shit. Um, I... Oh, this feels like Actually, a... Here's the thing. I'm skeptical that, like, of this. This feels like a lie. <laughs> I, I can't... I mean, I'm just going to say the cameos are actually pretty fun. So I, I love that Keenan was there. I love that Kel was there. Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Oh, nice. Everyone was great. Which yeah. one likes orange soda? Um, I don't know. It's just, it... That was so wild that they made him kiss on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would not have expected it, but they went for it. Keenan and Kel went for it. Wait a second. <laughs> is that a lie? That? <laughs> Which part... <laughs> Keenan and Kel kissing on this movie. <laughs> it's 2002. Anything's possible. <laughs> you don't know. All right, you guys. That's pretty solid. Uh, I'm enjoying this part, and also I don't. I don't actually know what part you're lying about, Allison. What's your minor comment? Last nice thing you'll ever say about this movie. Uh, in fact, since it was 2002, I would like to compliment this movie that it was before Taylor Swift time. So oh, sure. they couldn't quote her song. Before the com- Iron Reign of T-Swift. You're just complimenting yes. the movie for being chronologically before Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah, but you they stuck to it the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Quoted now, a lot of other pop stars. <laughs> do you think that had it been during the age of T Swift, um, A T E after the Taylor era, um, that <laughs> she would have been featured in this movie somehow? Absolutely, he would have been like, "How do you get your curls so curly?" And then, you know what? Maybe I don't know how to write a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this Maybe is what we David discovered Harvey in this one. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, kill me. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't write and star in this movie. Uh, so but at I the same cheated time, a little it bit. Doesn't mean it's good. I cheated a little bit. Keenan is in this movie. Yes. Yes. Does he kiss Cal for real? <laughs> Listen, you're gonna have to watch it and find out. We're not gonna ruin that moment for you. And it's towards the end of the movie, so you're in for a treat. <laughs> or is it? Uh, so but I don't know if it is. Keenan's character, literally, it's a cameo of just him as being a dude on the internet looking at a computer. And they cut to him three different times. And that's that's it. And the third time he's kissing Kel. <laughs> well, they're different reactions, but the point is like it's not like Keenan's totally in this movie and he's a recognizable character or has anything besides, dude, that guy is slapping a lot of ninjas. <laughs> They're Alex, truth or lie? <laughs> slapping a lot of ninjas? I'm going to say that's the truth. Or Chris is a racist. I don't know. I feel okay. like that's like a thing you would say that's secretly racist. What? Just slapping the ninjas? Ninjas? Or oh, maybe that's a sex thing. Huh. A lot of ninjas? He's slapping a lot of ninjas. You know, how was your weekend, bro? Oh, you know, that... slapping a lot of dinches. I don't know. Uh, so I guess it's time. It's so it's put up or shut up time. I'm gonna say uh, whether or not whether or not I, as the easy roller, am gonna gonna actually watch this movie later. And I am super curious. I mean, just like having heard you guys talk about it, I want to hear it just to go back and get all the jokes. 
which was really the one of the parts of the heart of Easy Month was knowing how you, the listener, is feeling. And this feels like it, there might be enough redeeming things that would be worth it. But also, I kind of want to live easy life more. You know, I want to take this game really seriously. Don't you want to join our club of people who've seen Master Disguise, Alex, though? This is the second time I've seen it, uh, also. Yeah, me too. Full disclosure. <laughs> what? Uh... Yeah, you could join our club. You could have all the knowledge. Well, I still have the movie. I'll I'll give you an update next week. I'll let you know if I watch it this week because I just cannot decide. <laughs> okay. I could go either way at this point. It could be either way. Uh, and that could be true or it could be the lie that Ezra told. The greatest yeah. trick the devil ever played we'll is convincing Ezra to convince me to watch this movie. Or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then... Oh, so actually, that's a, that's a real thing. He becomes Kaiser Sose afterwards. <laughs> Wait, if that's the lie, this that means Keenan and Kel actually kiss in usual this movie. <laughs> Well, I, I could lie multiple times. You said zero to two. Yeah. Up to yeah. two times. This is the worst game you've times. ever played on. The, like, this, is the, this is the most frustrating <laughs> I've ever been on this show. I was trying to figure out if you're lying or not about this stuff. <laughs> watch the movie. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, but seriously, uh, everyone who's not Alex, don't watch this movie. But I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to it yeah. now. I'm going to watch the movie because I want to know if Keenan and Kel kiss. Okay. I'm going to be watching yeah. the movie just for that. <laughs> And every time there's a moment that's not them kissing, I'll be like, come on, get to it. I mean, when the villain farts, it's really funny. <laughs> you Which won't be time? disappointed. All the time. I'll always, I'll All have 17. Uh. I like a runner that's really, it's called a runner because you have to run it into the ground, <laughs> the joke. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week talking about Ringworld by Larry Niven. Uh, this was suggested by Meet Buddy Kyle, who says it's wacky, fun, nerdy, and best of all, completely ludicrous if you try to understand it out of context. Like, why are there lips fingers? Wait, we're expected to believe luck is genetic? Why is the bad guy a kitten? Uh, so anyway, apparently that's going to happen to us next week, and he promises it's not as bad as Space Libertarians was. So okay. check that out, and that'll either as be as you are on tab to be easy, right? I'm I'm easy. It'll either be you Whoa. or the guest. You can decide based on that whether you want it to be next week or the week after that you want to ride easy. We'll see. Uh, I don't think I want to have to read a book right now. Fair enough. All right, Ezra will be riding easy. <laughs> I mean, that, oh, by the way, that, that sound bite is me all the time. <laughs> My sister sent me a birthday present that was shaped kind of like a book, and the whole time I was opening it, I was like, I don't think I want to read a book right now. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not. It's a coloring book, which is great. Uh, oh, you can do that. Yeah, I can totally have time for that. <laughs> all right, um, so that's Easy Month. Also, I want you at home to tell us for Easy Month what you're... I want, you to, I want everyone to take, take something off this month. Just skip something. Tell us how you're writing easy yeah, this month. Yeah, you've earned it. Yeah, you have. It's easy month. You got to easy month. That's how you earn being easy. So take something. Take it easy, you guys. Um, uh-huh. And let us know what you're taking easy. And then uh, join us again next week. Thanks for being here, as always, at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. My pleasure. At Ezra Fox. Yep. And at Allison Fields. Thanks for having me back, old friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being back, Dashiki. Such a treat. <laughs> 
It is always such a treat to talk to you. Do you have something else? Uh, you have something going on on the web you want, or in person that you want to tell us about? No, I just have like a, I, I do a dating show at the end of the month at UCB on Franklin. Is that like the last that, Thursday of every month? Is that undateables? It's called Okay Stupid. Okay Stupid. Ah. It's all yeah. Right. So that's it. Go to the UCB website and heckle me. What <laughs> happens on Okay Stupid? Uh, like three chicks sign up and they all go on a date with like one guy that's on stage the whole time and there's two hosts like like coaching him through it and it's set up like uh it's set up like exactly like the italian restaurant in the movie um it's like a restaurant and i like am the waiter so i just get to play like goofy characters and interrupt them wait so is it that sounds really fun is it a game show or is it a sketch show no, it's like a, it's like a, an improv sketch dating show because oh. they are like real people we find online that want to go oh, wow. on dates on stage. Interesting. <laughs> it's brutal. It's so fun. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> awesome. All right. Okay, stupid at UCB in Los Angeles. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, and uh, tweet tweet at her. Follow Alice if you're not already. Her tweets are <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Um, yes. You, all right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye.